and welcome to episode 89 of Miss Podcast. And I'll try that again. Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to episode 89 of Miss Podcast. I am Matt, the Viking Hoss, and this is... Dan Rhodes. The, Thanks what, for having me. No, no, what's your, what's your like, nickname? Thank like, you, Matt. I'm good. Yourself? <laughs> Stop reading all the prompts. Okay? Sorry. Uh, Why do we write those? Yeah, we never look at them. Do you know how I love about this podcast? Is people think that it's not scripted, and actually, it is scripted 100%. We're just that good at acting like it's not scripted. Yeah, we what we do is spend a lot of time researching like fuck-ups, uh, people who really <laughs> mess up the podcast, and act unprofessional, but it's it's to give an air of uh, spontaneity. Yeah, we're method actors. Yeah, we're very... Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a, a period piece about uh, two people who won't have any career prospects. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I'm Matt the Viking Hoss. What's your like Norse myth name? Ooh, Matt. The, well, you just picked the like, what obvious one. Well, it's fine. You, well, start again. Start again. As I was saying, well, we're doing Greek mythology. Here's Dan the Greek Rhodes. <laughs> That's pretty, I like that. Actually, you know. <laughs> I'm Matt the Viking Hoss. This is Dan the um, Greek Dan Rhodes. Dan the Island of. Yeah, Rhodes. yeah. Dan Lindos Rhodes. No, ah, that's not bad. Dan Lindos Rhodes. Mine's shit now. Matt the Dreadwolf. Oh, <laughs> Hoss. Matt Brian Hoss. No, no, not Brian, because Brian's the creepy man that did the quiz last week, right? What quiz? The uh, Are You a Male or Female quiz. Was that by a guy called yeah. Brian? Yeah. I was thinking more Brian the Evil, but... Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, <gasps> maybe Brian did it! Yeah, let's, let's, let's leave that out. Anyway, hi, I'm Matt, uh, the Dreadwolf slash Viking Hoss, and this is Dan. And today, we're going to be taking you through a whole uh, array of uh, uh, content. Oh, we're done. Yeah, we are. What, and what? by a whole array, we mean... One thing, one, one subtopic of Norse one. mythology, and that's what we do. We like to take you through uh, myths and have fun. But let's before we do that, let's do our classic myths banter. <laughs> By which I mean we waffle for twenty minutes, you regret it, and then you skip forward. There we go. So I'm, um, I wanted to tell Dan about uh, a bad situation I was in uh, a couple of weeks ago. Please go. Are you not going to inquire? What was a bad situation, yeah, Matt? Matt, there's a rainbow on our floor and it's distracting me. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry, my, my story isn't as interesting as a rainbow. It's really beautiful, though. The sun is coming through the window and it's hitting the glass of water on the table. And it's making, like, a beautiful, beautiful rainbow. It's like two rainbows, like, smashed together. But two rainbows doing doggy. <laughs> That's how you make small rainbows. That's how you make smaller rainbows. Uh, and how is a rainbow? The rainbow bridge? Rainbow Bridge by, by Frost, the... and that links to the podcast. It does. But, See, and what the I podcast did there? links back to my story about Airbnb. B. Yeah. So I am um, in the last couple of months. I've been um, all over the shop. In fact, in one week, I was in uh, Aberdeen on on the Monday, then uh, Canterbury on the Wednesday, and then Newcastle on the Thursday. Because I like a challenge. Woo! That's a that's a long distance. That's right? a long distance. Literally covered the whole of the UK as well. Um, Aberdeen's a lot further north than I thought it was. Aberdeen's <laughs> really far north. Yeah, because yeah, in my head it was like, ah, it's just now north of Edinburgh. No, no, it's not. But I did a cool little festival up there, which was really cool. Uh, uh, I did my show up there, which was good fun. Um, and that show was on tour, by the way. Um, but beyond that, though, like, uh, um, I stayed in two weird Airbnbs that week as well. Because I, uh, I stayed in, uh, I did a, I did a vegan show uh, on on. In London, I also did a, um, my my tour show on the Monday in Aberdeen. And in Aberdeen in the morning, uh, I'm pretty sure the guy who ran the B and B he he been running for thirty years, and he seemed nice, but I think he might be a murderer. Okay, no, why? Just got a vibe. Just got a vibe. Murderer vibe. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, some people just have murderer vibes. You know, actually, tell you what, tell you what it is, Dan. Like, can we just shake hands for a second? Okay, let me just go with the thing. I'm yeah, because you're fiddling with it. How is that handshake for you? Good. Because I'm quite conscious about my handshake. It's a good handshake. A bit yeah. limp, but it's okay. You think I'm limp? Oh no, that's not good. Do you think it's limp? A little bit. Oh, do it how we would do. Ah, see, that was better. So, that, yeah. The first time you didn't do that, I think you were too yeah, relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. But like, oh, thank God. Because like, I that hate, was, was I hate a limp wrist. Because let's do it now. Uh, I'll do a limp. That's awful, yeah, isn't it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to really, yeah. And um, 
but like the guy is weird. He gave me a really limp wrist as well. Like it's like, oh, it's like it's like putting your cock in my hand. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. I don't want that. You know? I mean, do you think it's weird to think that every hand you've ever shaken has probably had a penis in it at some point? <laughs> or every mouth you kiss has had a cock in it. Well, have you ever sucked a dick? No, I haven't. So when we kiss, it hasn't. <laughs> well, I had to do a dick, but oh shit, yeah. So I've kissed my own dick. You kiss your own dick. Wow, this is not staying in. No, it's... <laughs> hold on. Uh, right, sorry. What am I saying? Um, yeah, but like uh, you, you stayed in a murderer's house. I, I, but uh, I woke up in the morning and like I said next to two like uh, um, electricians who like smashed the doors through and like and they kind of like, made loads of noise at half six in the morning and uh, 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 yeah, it's just not uh, you know. It, but it's kind of weird for me to stay in like a nice B and B because I felt, felt nice. It was like homey but then the next day uh, in, I was in Camden right and this is one of the worst experiences I've ever had like in, in London if you were to stay in a place overnight how much are you expecting to pay? Well, London's quite expensive so probably and like in Camden so it's pretty expensive yeah probably like I don't know for one night I don't know like 70, 80 quid uh, I paid £20. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. so, you, so what does that tell you so far? <laughs> you really went... All out. Okay, yeah. And that's a lot for a Yorkshire man. <laughs> that is a lot. I would sleep in my car for that's, free. That's almost £19 more than you'd be willing to pay. Well, it's £20 more. <laughs> it's £25 more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to get paid for my company. Uh, I'm a... I'm, I'm a jiggle though. But like, uh, I... Yeah, so I... I went for a cheapskate. Actually, I... I was going to say we're a friend, and but like they live quite too far out, so I thought maybe just just stick for a Camden and then can leave straight away uh, the next day. And uh, yeah, it was one of the worst decisions I've ever made. Because firstly, I got back after the gig, and and one of my friends, like I'm not, I'm quite a chilled out guy, but I got quite nervous because said, "Oh, make sure you get back to your Airbnb quick, because this part of Camden." It's quite stabby. I'm like, oh, no. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Okay, I'm going to go go home. <laughs> I don't deal well with that kind of situation, Dan. Well, the risk of being stabbed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people do that, though, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Matt, there's a very high likelihood you will be stabbed in the coming few hours. Yeah, but I don't think I'm... Stri- oh, I'm a bit nervous now. Obviously. No, but I don't think I'm streetwise. Because people said, yeah, I might get stabbed, but yeah, I'm part of the street. I don't care. And But I think I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I don't think if you was being... I don't think you'd get stabbed, though. I don't think people would pick a fight with you. Like, why really? Are they, what are you... I think I might have... I think I have a homeless vibe. Yeah, you have like a Bagavon vibe that I think would be like... Did I say Bagavon or Vagabond? Bagavon, but I enjoy, enjoy you know the sentiment. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. yeah, enjoy the sentiment. Um, and uh, yeah, he, uh, I think that's what you look like. Uh, I think that's the kind of vibe you'd give off. So people would be like, oh, this guy's... I don't take that... Everything, he, everything I see him using right now is probably everything he has. I don't want to take that from him. Yeah, but I think people might do. But anyway, that's not the point. Anyway, uh, so I got back to my Airbnb quite quickly, and Glad. there was no... There was no check-in. You had to, like, there's a keypad on the door, right? And firstly, they didn't send me the keypad-dated code, so I just stood outside for a very long time, just guessing, if you know what I mean. Yes. I was, like, knocking on the door. Eventually, it came through, and I kind of went through. And then I went to my room, and earlier that day, I, I did check it out as well, and I found out that that I, I booked a room, and I thought it was a solo room, but no, 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 no. It had a double bed in there as well, so I had a single bed, but also in the room is two other people going to be sleeping there, and that's why it was cheap, Dan. That's why it was This is a hostel. It, yes, it was a hostel, but like I didn't, dorm room. didn't plan for it to be a hostel, though, and that's a that's not a good vibe. No, I have done that once before when I rocked up thinking I booked a single room <clears> for a, like a really cheap deal, and actually I just misread something, and actually it was with other people. And how do you find that situation? Well, no, uh, that was during a trip where I had done a lot of staying in hostels on my like with other people, so I didn't have a problem with it. It was more the fact that this particular time I thought it wasn't. Yeah, and I was kind of stoked for that. I was like, oh, one night where I don't have to sleep with someone else, and I was like, oh well, man, because I was in Aberdeen, and that room was actually really nice. It actually put me in more of the deluxe room just because they had the space. I was like, oh, that's really kind. So I went down like two social classes that day. If you know what I mean? I felt like I was kind of it was kind of grim, but then my bed was the single bed, and the, the, the other two people used the double bed. And I was like, okay, that'll be fine. It's not. I'll just leave early in the morning. It's fine. But when I get back, back, first of the thing didn't lock. And I was like, why isn't it working? And the guy sent me a text like, you're doing it the wrong way? I was like, oh, fair enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I got in. But Dan, 
one of those guys was sleeping on my bed as well. Instead of sleeping on the bunk where he's supposed to be sleeping on my bed, which one was designated to me. And I got him quite late in the office. I was like, what? Did I have your stuff on it? Well, I didn't leave my stuff there because there's other people. But like, they assumed there just wasn't turning up. And I knocked on the door. They didn't open it or anything like that. And and I didn't expect them to get up. But like, they've been knocking for like 25 minutes at this point. And... So I I got onto the other bed. I was like, this isn't ideal. But it was, had their dirty laundry on it and stuff like that. So dirty sheets and dirty pillows and um, stuff like that. When I was in... I feel your pain. Because when I was in Byron Bay in Australia... Yeah. Um, I was in a mixed... A lot of the time it's mixed dorms, actually. Most of the places I went travelling. It's quite common now to have mixed dorms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I turned up... I was one of only... There's, so it's a four-person room... And there was like two bunk beds and just completely the same, two equal bunk beds. There wasn't anything special about any particular position. There was yeah. just two bunk beds in this room. I walked in there and there was a, um, there was a girl already in there. I had a nice chat to her. She seemed very lovely. And I said, oh, is anyone else here? She said, no. And I said, oh, well, so I did the, she was on the bottom bunk of one yeah. of them. So I did the polite thing and went to the top bunk of the other one. Other one. So it's like, it's the... Yeah. Unspoken rule: You go to the next. It's a bit like a urinal with men. You always yeah. go to the okay. next yeah, yeah. furthest away. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was the vibe. That's what you do. Like it would be, it'd be kind of creepy if you went to the top bunk of hers. Of right? hers, right? Yeah. When there's two. F- she yeah, like, what the whole this whole bed is free. Yeah, so that's front upon. Like if you and, sat next to someone on the bus. Yeah, you know, and going on the bottom one is it could be done, but then it looks like you're kind of. I wouldn't. You're kind of next I, to her. I wouldn't mind that as much. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't mind it. Like, but still, the yeah. what I'm saying is the polite thing is to do the exact opposite. So that's what I did, and that's that's. That's etiquette, and we did that. We had a nice chat, um, and then I, I left for the day because I was with other people that were. Unfortunately, I was travelling with some other people um, to Byron Bay, but we couldn't because we booked. We were booking as we went, like as we turn up to a place, yeah. and because of limited availability, we couldn't all get in one room. Mm-hmm. So we had to like spread out, and we were in different rooms. So anyway, I went and met them. We went to the beach, went surfing because Australia, and obviously that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So it goes over the day. I come back. Now, by the way, bear in mind, I've put my bag, like oh, my day set, no. on my room. And I've even, like, because um, I had, like, ten minutes or so where I actually lied on the bed. I, like, checked my yeah. Facebook or whatever. So I, the sheets have definitely clearly yeah. been, like, because I've had to, like, untug them from the, yeah. you know how it is when you get to a hotel and they're, like, almost magnet well, shut to the... So I did that. Let me tell you, mine wasn't in the air, in, air, in the Camden was not. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, but... So clearly I've been in that bed, right? Yeah. And the woman, I don't know. So I walk, come back, go for the day. I come back just before oh, dinner to get like no. showered and changed some all sandy and sea from the beach and stuff. Sea. <laughs> and there was just some girl, she must have been like, young, like 18, 19, just in my, on my bunk. And my stuff had been put above the other girl. Oh, my God. Who I first walked in and saw. Psychopath. And I thought, this is weird. It was only her in there. I thought, this is weird. So I said, excuse me, have you have you moved my stuff? You confronted. Well, no, because I, I wanted to make a point of yeah, it. Yeah. I wanted to be like, oh, um, hi, how are you? Name's Dan. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, you don't happen to know what happened with here, do you? I, I, I'm convinced I put my stuff on this bed that you're in now, but oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, I paid it off. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you cool about it? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. It's... I just thought it was a weird thing to do. Yeah. Considering they are equal. Weird. And she said, she was French, and she was like, uh, yeah, I did that. I was like, oh, um, uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, well, you know, I wasn't that mad. Yeah, but I was yeah, like, but it seems a bit weird. Like, what, you know, yeah. it's why. You have way more, like, balls and mind because I have a... Oh, and then she was like, well, I was being nice about it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. like being a Yeah, 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 for sure. You, you I wasn't like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. Some people act like that in those yeah. kind of situations. And I was just like, well, at the end of the day, all she's done is pick my bag up yeah, and move it. But it's the fact that she's touched yeah, it. And, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just by principle, like, why yeah, do that? Yeah, and it's so, kind of like dibs. And it's not hostile etiquette at all to move. So like, Once someone's got a bed, it's like bags either. Yeah, like, that's yeah. just how it works. And, why and I was like, oh, why did... Yeah, I just thought, do you mind? I said, oh, just out of interest, why did you do that? And she was like, I just prefer sleeping on this side of the room. Okay. And then I was like, but she didn't ever apologize. That's what I thought. Yeah, was weird. She yeah. didn't say, "Oh, I'm really sorry." Like, yeah. And then what was really weird is the girl then came. She then left, right? No, actually, I think she was still there. And I was in the top bunk, and the girl who I'd obviously first met when I walked oh in. Oh my god! Walked she thinks, in. Yeah. Well, no, she didn't actually. I was a bit worried that she might think that I'd just yeah. been like, "Oh, I really want to sleep above yeah, this girl." Yeah, yeah, like, right. Because that could have been that could have been creepy. So she walked in, and then she like. If you imagine, as she was about to... As she's standing up, uh, like, 
she can almost see through the grate of yeah. mine, like when I'm lying up. Oh my god! So like, she like make argument with me, and she was like just mouthed to me really quietly. She was like, yeah, she was like, has that girl moved your stuff? I was like, yeah, I think she did. Never mind, the other girl was just on her headphones in the yeah, corner, so yeah. we're whispering. And then the girl was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like. She was like, yeah, I, I came in shortly after you like left oh the room God. when you first arrived. And like, she was like, I'm pretty sure I saw her moving your stuff. But I didn't say anything because she wondered if there'd been some kind of like, she wondered if she was with me or like. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Thickens. So that yeah. first girl who I first met must have been like, that's weird. Why is that girl moving that guy's stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, maybe they're, because it's so not done. Yeah, so just yeah. assume, oh, that must be. And because I'd mentioned that I was traveling with some. Oh, I see. Oh, I'm oh, here my... with my friends who we've been traveling Australia with. Like, uh, she must thought, oh, it must be her. But I was like, no, she just, she just moved my stuff. Oh my god! And the woman was like, that's so weird. Yeah. And I got murderous vibes from her too. Oh, murderous vibes from the Australian girl. Uh, uh, from the French girl, sorry. Yeah, well, get that from all French people. I have so many hostile stories, but that's for another time. Yeah, I have hundreds. I am um, <laughs> the that... guy that woke up and pissed all over the girl below him. That was really what? bad. What? Sorry, is... <laughs> so he was so drunk he pissed himself, and then he was dri- so drunk it he, dripped. He, no, no, there oh, was a toilet. It was a dorm, like a an eight person dorm, and at the end of the dorm was a toilet. Like the toilet was for the in eight. the room. That's quite common. No, no, no like a like a cubicle, like a, like an okay. ensuite. Okay, that's fine. Slightly equivalent of an ensuite, but it's shared by the eight people that's in that room. Fine. I, I thought it was like literally like a a toilet. It's like a few cubicles in like a room. Oh. And he just like got drunk and it's walked his way down to the end of the room, got to like the bed nearest the door to the toilet, just got his cock out and pissed all over this poor girl on like this bottom bunk. Oh! <laughs> so that was like a whole commotion. We all had to wake up at like 2am with her like screaming, being like, she was like, a, it, was in a, it was in Seattle. She was like, what the hell are you doing? She was like, oh, no. he's British as well. And I was like, oh, there has to be a Brit, doesn't it? Of course he's English, like fucking twat. And then, listen, I am, my mouth is so That happened. So I, had to, so I then had to, it was really hard to get to sleep because obviously then there was like loads of the, um, the security people. Really good hostel, actually. I'd recommend it. It's called um, the Green... Taking the Piss? Green Turtle, I think. No, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the Piss. No, it was really good. Um, near, near like sort of um, oh, Pike Market. So imagine, um, but like, imagine like, I'm not. I'm not giving this guy a defence, but imagine being so drunk and that you think you're pissing on the toilet, and you just get you get yeah. your aim wrong. So he got like kicked out. He got like manhandled out by the security. He was really drunk, and the security were like, "Pack your stuff. You're you're getting kicked out of this hostel. Like you can't piss on someone." But he was so drunk, he didn't really know what he'd done. Well, he did know what he'd done, but he was so out of it. I think he was on something, to be honest. So that was fun. Cabbage girl in Brisbane. Wait, can I finish my story? Yeah. Um, basically, I. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I thought I, you had finished. No, no, no. Uh, basically, it was just that I uh, got a bit sad and sent a passive-aggressive email to the uh, owner, and he put me in a different room. So fair play. But, That's how you resolve those situations. But I, uh, but it's the only time I got like I'm not a very, I'm a very chill like guy. But it's the only time in my life I had I was like I could fucking murder that guy. I gave off the murder vibe to the guy who was sleeping in my bed. I was like fuck you. Who do you think you are sitting on my bed for me? Uh, but then I uh, slept in a a, li- a linenless bed. Just a duvet with no, nice. no sheets on it. Nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, I think I have That's hepatitis. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Also, I'm, the only time I stayed in the hostel uh, was after my breakup with Beep. And, uh, and sh- yeah, I, was, I saw a Jeff Rosenstock gig. And, uh, yeah, like, the drunk scousers came in. Just like, no one, everyone's like really quiet. And I, and it's quite hard to find. It had different numbered beds. That's the hard thing. Like, oh, like, well, yes, like, yeah. Like, and that's difficult to do. And uh, so, and you have to try and find in the dark. And then, but these so guys. Like you're seeing the cinema, you're like, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, and it's, but it's like it's not even lit up whatsoever. No. It's really hard, and you're trying to blind people by accidentally torch. Uh, but then uh, these drunken guys come and go, and who slept beneath me as well? Like, oh, fu- a fucking night man! No, it's Jordy. Um, people, people. That's wrong accents. But this guy and very angry, very drunk, like aggressively drunk. Everyone in the room was like, "Should we tell them to shut up?" It's like we do want them to be quiet, but we don't want them to murder us. Yeah. I've been my hosteling experience throughout the world was actually very very good, and the number of, like I spelled so many different hostels, but actually it's pretty good. But it does just take one twat basically. The one thing that always annoys me uh, were people that would come in and like be, they'd get back, not even drunk sometimes. They just maybe they've arrived from the airport or something yeah. or something like. It'd be like three four in the morning. They just turn all the bangs. That is psychopathic behaviour. Yeah, so there's that like a whole. Okay. You got ten, twelve, sometimes up to sixteen people in a dorm room, all being woken up because you just. 
turn on the lights. So you with the torch, that's what you're meant to do. Okay, it's a bit annoying that you might blind someone, but for the most part, we accept that yeah. you've got you've got to look somehow. No one's yeah. ever going to have a go at you for trying to be quiet. Yeah, and be quiet. You're trying and trying. Yeah, as, I mean, you're always, you're always going to have the awkward zip where it's like... <laughs> yeah, and it's like... It's like <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Sorry. Uh, and and then we, when you get out the bu- uh, the bed, the bunk, <laughs> and you realise, and then you forgot something. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was just like, oh man. Can you can you do a soundscape after guess what you're doing in the in the dorm bed? Okay, go. On. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Jigsaw <laughs> well, uh, pieces. I was. Um, petting a toad. Is that what you call it? Yeah, that's what I call it. That lasted almost as long as the quiz intro has. <laughs> Next time we'll be just uh, some good stories in there. Thank you. Some... We've got a lot of that. Nah, it's like you love it. Anyway, we are going to do some myths now. It's a shame I haven't done this before. I've got so many hostel stories. All well, we'll do it next week. Okay, yeah. we'll do it next week. I'll do. I'll do my list of top ten craziest hostel moments. Top ten. Wow. I don't think you understand how many nights I've spent in hostels or around places. Wow, okay. That's, uh, well, Dan, when I say, oh, I've got an interesting story, it's not obviously not that interesting, but like, well, you can use one of these stories. Yeah, but my travel stories are, like, I just get boring after a while, don't they? Oh, look at me. I've seen the world. Ooh, la-di-da. Ooh. Oh, I have disposable income. Ooh, la-di-da. I'm Dan. Ooh, I've had sex with a toad. Ooh, la-di-da. One time I told you about that. Some kind of toe joke. Matt, should we do the jingle and then see you on the other side? Alrighty. Nots. Myths. Nots. Myths. Nots. Myths. Nots. Myths. Anyway, today, Dan, what are we doing today? We are going to... So, we've talked about the creation of the Norse universe. Mm -hmm. We've also talked about... Isidl. What is it again? Isidl. It's just a... Yig. Yigdrill. Yigdrissil. That's it, yeah, yeah. The tree holding up the nine worlds. And since we're at the very, very start of Norseness... What why not the... start to the... why not jump to the end? Yeah, why don't we jump to the very end? Cold? Ragnarok. And but why is Ragnarok important to know this early on? Uh, yeah, we wouldn't usually just jump to the end. No. Uh, although I did know someone once who did always read the last chapter, uh, last page of a book. Which that's weird, though, right? Um, Michael Caine always says that in order to get a part for a role, he reads the first page. And the very last page of a script. And if his character's on both, then he takes the role. Oh, my God. Like, you know what? I'm going to come out and say this. Michael Caine's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want that part, because I want my character to die. That's a more interesting... Yeah, right? Uh, Sean Bean didn't do Michael that. Caine. Was it Michael Caine that did that? Yeah, I think it is. And yeah. you know what? He has some weird political views, and he's a bit of a prick. He's, you know what? Great is Alfred. Everything else... It's fine. Oh, I'm gonna feel real bad if it turns out it wasn't him. That oh, I, yeah. Well, you've unleashed this cannonball now. Uh, yeah, n- we should probably give you that. <laughs> right, I, I retract that if that's not true. However, that stays viable if that's true. <laughs> I wish that was. Anyway, like, there was an actor that I read. Yeah, that about. actor, uh, be, whoever it may be, is a piece of shit. <laughs> I like like edging new character. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Alright, Dan, uh, so, Ragnarok. So, so the reason we're doing it is because... Ragnarok is basically the Armageddon. But, but why are we doing it now? Because... It's important. It's important because, even though it's like Armageddon, it's like their judgement day, it's the end of the universe. The Vikings, it's very important to them because everything they do is leading up to Ragnarok. They know that it's going to come at some point. They believe that the end would come. And they believe that their gods and their time, and the particularly humans and the nine realms and your time on Earth was finite. Yes. And that's important because it means that they understood that... And everything in this world has a knock-on effect. Has a knock-on effect, yeah. consequences... And, and that you don't get your run of the, the yeah. everything. And nothing is fair, and yeah, I think this is going to play up a lot to morals as well. Yeah. So. I mean, they knew it had been a long, long time, but they knew at some point... Yeah, but it's it's like, it's a 
It is the, like the Armageddon of the, Ragnarok. It has a deadline to it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the gods will die, everyone it, will die, instead, everything will restart again. Instead of like Greek myths where it just kind of fades out, this is uh, has a definite line in the sand there, and I think that's important. And mm. that kind of that shapes the universe a little bit, doesn't it? With it that knowledge of the end allows you to kind of connect the dots a little bit. Yeah, and it helps people maybe in the Viking times believe that like... Oh, it's nice that I'm, you know, I'm playing my part in the timeline of yes. the universe. Yeah, that's, that's a really beautiful way to put it. Ah, so without further ado, shall we get on? With... Let's get on to what Ragnarok is. What is the end? Uh, Can I start? Because I'm obviously going to read this out like a boss. Okay, sure. Ragnarok. Oh, can you do it like a... Um, film trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok is the cataclysmic destruction of the cosmos and everything in it, starring everyone in the universe. Including the gods. Including the gods. <laughs> when Norse mythology is considered... A- wait, oh, fuck. Wait, have you gone to, like... You went from, like, uh, uh, action trailer to David Attenborough then. So. Well, I just want to read out Norman. I'm not obviously reading out a whole no, thing like whole that. No, thing No, no. When Norse mythology is considered a chronicle set of tales, the story of Ragnarok... Yeah, it's quite yeah, hard to really isn't it? Yeah. Ragnarok is the cataclysmic destruction of the cosmos and everything in it, even the gods... When Norse mythology is considered as a chronological set of tales, the story of Ragnarok naturally comes at the very end. For the Vikings, the myth of Ragnarok was a prophecy of what was to come at some unspecified and unknown time in the future, but it had profound ramifications for how the Vikings understood the world in their own time. We'll restore some of those ramifications below. Right. Someday, whenever the Norns, who are... Uh, they are the three people at the base of the well of the Urn, Erd, yeah. and they uh, basically they look after all of life. and they uh, The destinies. And the destinies of those lives. And uh, should we give them a name? The three Norns? Three ladies? Maybe like Dolores? Uh... Yeah, they don't have names, do they? Yeah, should we give them some names? Um, Norna? Norna. Norny. Norne. <laughs> Just give them all that. <laughs> Can you remember? Norny, Norny, Norny. Uh, French Norn, Norny Bastard, and... <laughs> yeah, French Norn, French Norny Norn, Norn Norny Bastard, and um, Carmel. <laughs> Nor... N- oh, Norning Glory. <laughs> Norning Glory. Yeah, that's not okay. bad. Can we write this sent down somewhere? Because we will forget it. We'll remember. We will definitely Someday, whenever the Norns... French Norn, Norny Bastard, and Norning Glory, those inscrutable <laughs> spinners of fate decreed it, there shall come a great winter, or in Old Norse, Fimblufletter. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike any other the world has seen yet, winter's coming. There's definitely vibes here, isn't there, of winter's coming. And, and of Songs of Ice and yeah, Fire. Kind of nice, George R. R. Martin. Uh, the biting winds will blow snows from all directions and the warmth of the sun will fail, plunging the earth into unprecedented cold. Ooh. This winter shall last for the length of three normal winters with no summers in between. Mankind will become so desperate for food and other necessities of life that all laws and morals will fall away, leaving only the bare struggle for survival. So... That's just the start. Yeah, so Ragnarok <laughs> is, isn't like an instant cataclysm. It's like a... A sun, series of the, events. The, the, yeah. the sun dies and then they... And I, I'm getting the, I get the impression they're going to end up getting pretty crazy. So, hold on. Um, so, their hypothesis is that the sun will die and the, we'll go through an ice age. It will start sort of, to fail, yeah. I don't want to read into it, but it does seem very climate changing. Very climate changing, yeah. yeah. So, we're going to go through a winter the last three winters. Okay. It will be an age of swords and axes. Brother will slay brother, father will slay son, and son will slay father. The wolves, Skull and Hattie, who have, haunt, hunt, who have hunted the sun and the moon through the sky since the beginning of time, will at last catch their prey. Because we, we got, saw this earlier. Now we know their names. Skull and Hattie. So there's two wolves. There's two wolves chasing the sun and the moon. Oh, yeah. respectively. Respectively, right? yeah. Oh, but I... do you remember that the moon took longer because... It had a bit more free time. It had a bit more free time, yeah. So Skull and Haiti finally catch this uh, soul. Because and... we talked about what happens when they get caught. Yeah. The answer is, is the star, it's the second thing to happen in Ragnarok. Oh, that's not good. The stars too will... therefore Then the stars too will disappear, leaving nothing but a black void in the heavens. That's quite an extreme. So you go from a really long winter. God, I bet it can't get any worse than this. Then everyone starts murdering each other for food. Well, it can't get any worse than this. Black void. Oh, whoops. 
Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, the lighting is terrible in here. Yagdrasir. Yagdrasir. The great tree that holds the cosmos together will tremble, and all the trees and even the mountains will fall to the ground. Oh, that's pretty Ooh, nice. yeah. The chain that has been holding back the monstrous wolf, Fenir, will snap, and the beast will run free. Um, Fenir, Fenir is, is, is hell's is hell's wolf, right? Yeah, the big wolf. The it? big wolf. That was uh, one of Loki's children, is he not? Oh my, that's a weird. Or was it pet of Loki's pet? Yeah, Didn't they say that? I think so. He was one of the things that was yeah. cast into yeah. the different realms to keep humans safe. Yeah, well, he, was, he lives in hell, right? He lives in hell, yeah. Um, but also, what else as well? I also like the idea that the mountains just fall down. It's all like, like cardboard cutouts. Just like, oh, fall down now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jormungand, Jormungand, the mighty serpent who dwells at the bottom of the ocean and encircles the land, will rise from the depths, spilling the seas over all the earth that makes the land... Oh, sorry. Jormungand, the... Am I saying that right? Jormungand. Jormungand, the mighty serpent who dwells at the bottom of the ocean and encircles the land, will rise from the depths, spilling the seas over all the earth as he makes landfall. So um, this is he, the like the wolf, was also the other serpent that was yeah. like... He, these are some of the monstrous creatures that were set. The wolves were set upon the sun and the moon. That other bigger wolf was set into hell. The serpent was encircled around... Um, it goes around the edge of... Um, it's a wolf serpent, isn't it? Of... Um, Milgard. What's the what's Midgard? Midgard. It encircles Midgard. Mid, encircles Midgard. <laughs> it doesn't like it? Millwall Football Club. So, it encircles Midgard, doesn't it? So. And it that serpent is the thing that um, Thor really hates. But we'll get onto that. Yeah, that's 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 for another time. That's for another time. These convulsions will shake the ship Naglathar, which means nail ship, free from its moorings. This ship, which is made from the fingernails and toenails of dead men and women, will sail easily over the flooded earth. I gotta say, the nail ship does sound really inefficient, you know, like <laughs> and it's gonna take a lot of nails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, its crew will be an army of giants, the forces of chaos and destruction. Uh, so the captain will be none other than Loki, the traitor to the gods who will be uh, will who will have broken free f- of the chains in which the gods have bound him. That's again a story for another time. Absolutely. Fenrir with fire blazing from his eyes and nostrils, will run across the earth with his lower jaw on the ground and upper jaw against the top of the sky, devouring everything in his path. That's fucking badass. That right? is badass. That, this is just, and this is just earth. This is just Midgard. Wow. We don't even know what's happening to the other realms. And like, just it, he's eaten it all like a like snake. Oh, mate, yeah. Uh, Jormungand will spit venom all over the world, poisoning the land, water... And air. So, like, Earth gone. Bye. Uh, instant. Bam. Instant. It's been eaten by a wolf. Wolf and a serpent. Fuck, what's going to happen to the other ones? Because that's just one of the worlds. And there's eight to go. <laughs> eight to go. The dome of the sky will be split, and the crack shall emerge the fire giants from Musselheim. Their leader shall be Surt, with a flaming sword brighter than the sun in his hand. Do you remember Surt? I do, yeah. He is the... Fire giant that is he- like locked up in Nesplahan. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of yeah. What they said. As they march across the Bifrost, the Rainbow Bridge to Asgard, which is the home of the gods, the bridge will break and fall behind them. An ominous horn, or norn, will blast down. <laughs> uh, an ominous horn blast will ring out. This will be Heimdall, the divine sentry, blowing on the Yalar horn to announce their arrival. The moment the gods have feared most. Odin will anxiously consult the head of Mimir, the wisest of all beings, for counsel. Okay, let me just... Because I mess it up royally all the way through. <laughs> so, um, Sir's going to come across uh, with his uh, fire giants. From Mespelheim, the fire land. Yeah, they go uh, to the bridge. He's going to crack the bridge. Heimdall's going to be like, Yo, uh, check out the horn. Odin's like, uh, Okay, we should have prepared to this, but let's go and talk to the head of Mimir. So it's the head... Uh, yeah. This guy from... So the day they know that the day has come. Yeah, but then again, I think why do you need to ask for counsel if you know it's going to happen? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter that the rainbow bridge is broken between Earth and Asgard because Earth's been swallowed by a giant wolf. Yeah, no point going back there now. Yeah. The gods will decide to go to battle, even though they know that what the prophecies have foretold concerning the outcome of this clash. They will arm themselves and meet their enemies on a battlefield called Vigrid, uh, which is uh, Old Norse for. Plane where battle surges. Odin will fight Fenir the wolf, and by his side will be the 
Ein Haja. Haraj. The Ein Haraja. Haraj. Ein Haraj. Ein Haraj. Ein Haraj. Ein will fight Fenir, and by his side will be the Ein the host of his chosen human warriors, whom he has kept in Valhalla for just this oh, moment. Oh, that makes sense. Nice. What's, what's Valhalla again? Valhalla is with if you are a glorious warrior or a really great if you die gloriously in battle as a Viking, you get sent to Valhalla, which is basically you live amongst the gods as you humans amongst the gods. But now we know there's a purpose for it, and now we know why that's such a big honor because you're chosen to then help fight in battle, fight in battle at the end of the world. But hold on, so. They all know and if you're shitting back, if you if you're just a terrible Viking or a bad person or a normal everyday person, then you go to hell. hell. But Valhalla specifically for warriors. The, but so they know they're gonna die in this battle. Where do they go after that? Should we find out that? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Odin and the champions of men will fight more valiantly than anyone has ever fought before, but it will not be enough. Fenir will swallow Odin and his men. Then one of Odin's sons, Vidar, burning with rage, will charge the beast to avenge his father. On one of his feet will be the shoe that has been crafted for this very purpose. It has been made from all the scraps of leather that human shoemakers have ever discarded. <laughs> and, fair. and with it, Vidar will hold open the monster's mouth. Then he will stab his sword through the wolf's throat, killing him. Okay, there's already quite a lot of... Um... Uh, global warming imagery here, uh, but the best bit is that yeah, you gotta reduce, reuse, and recycle all that all that wasted leather. Going on my shoes. I like that. That guy's my favorite. That's nice. Yeah, he's a green hero, and he's killed the wolf. Yeah, another wolf, Garm, and the god Tyr will slay each other. Hamdan and Loki will do the same, putting a final end to the trickster's treachery, oh. but costing the gods one of their best in the process. So Heimdall and Loki kill each other. The god Freyr. And the giant Sturt will also be the end of each other. So they fight each other. So all these people are fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like Avengers Civil yeah. War. Thor and Jormungand. Jormungand, those age-old foes, will both finally have their chance to kill each other. Thor will succeed in felling the giant snake with the blows of his hammer. But the serpent will have covered him in so much venom that he will not be able to stand much longer. He will take nine paces before falling dead himself and adding his blood to the already saturated soil of Vigrid. Holy shit. Then the remains of the world will sink into the sea and there will be nothing left but the void. So he's gone back to yeah. how it began. The Gunga um, Gap. The Gunga Gap. Creation and all that has occurred since will be completely undone as if it had never happened. Some say that that is the end of the tale and of all tales that for the matter. But others hold that new world, green and beautiful, will arise out of the waters. And Vidar and a few other gods, Valley. But are some of them that survived. But, Vidana, um, Valley, Baldar, Holder, and Thor's son, Modi and Magni, will survive the downfall of the old world and will live joyously in the new one. And a man, a man and a woman, Leif and Lissir, uh, will have hidden themselves from the cataclysm in a place called the Wood of Hodmimir and will now come out and populate the lush land in what they will find themselves. A new sun, the daughter of the previous one, will rise in the sky, and all this will be presided over by a new almighty ruler. So it's got like a reincarnation yeah. vibe. The world will end, but it will... That's yeah. cool, man. But also, I think the most brave thing about Ragnarok is that we see not only heroes, but gods die as well. Like, like they Because they know their they, sacrifice will mean that it will happen again. Yeah. It will be better. And, well, not necessarily again, but it'll be like there's a life after yeah. that as well. Because they will all know this story. That's the whole point. Is yeah. Everyone knows this is what happens. Yeah, and they... Oh, wow, that's pretty intense. Uh, and yeah, we don't really see gods killing gods uh, in, in Greek mythology. But this is like... that. So these lifelong rivalries come to a head. This is quite magnificent, right? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty intense. And the, that's why it's important to know Ragnarok before you start. Because all Vikings will know that this is what happens. And because, like they say, uh, Norse mythology is purely chronological, so everything it happens on a certain timeline. Yeah. So it's important that we have the beginning of creation and the nine realms, and we have the end. And now we're going to see all those intricate myths that kind of pepper along the way. And we're going to really drive deep on details. Yeah. Well, and and things are going to happen between then and now, but we know, we know that this is all worth it because of what will happen yeah. in Ragnarok. Anyway, should we go and rank it then? Let's go rank it. <laughs> Yeah.
Ragnarok. So, Dan, have we just witnessed Ragnarok, the end of the world? We have, yeah. How are you feeling? Good. I mean, now I guess we finished Northmology, then let's do it again. Yep. <laughs> next up, yeah, what are we doing next? Greek again. Greek again, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it was, we, we discussed, we said it was important to do this one to begin with, uh, earlier on, just so... It is. Everything I've read on Norse mythology always mentions, always prefaces it at the beginning. Yeah, and I think it's... I think that's an important part of their particular mythos. And also, it's pretty badass, right? It's pretty badass, yeah. So, ben, It's cool as well that we've, we're also getting a prelude to characters. It's like the start of a movie, yeah. when you see the last scene, and then it goes back, yeah. and you watch it. That's basically what Norse mythology is. Yes. And I feel that's going to lead to some high marks on our ranking scale out of 40 mm-hmm. um, on um, four different categories. So out of 10, we have life skills, the practical things that we learned. So what, we, uh, what have we learned today in, in, in Ragnarok? We have learned today <coughs> life skills a lot. We learned how to break a bridge. Learn how to break a bridge. We learned how to kill a giant. We learned how to kill kill a wolf. We learned how to let a wolf loose. We know how to eat the earth. And learn how to poison it as well. We know how to poison it. We knew how to flood the earth. We knew how to we know how to sail a ship. The giant sailed the how to build out nails. How to build, oh, we learned how to blow a horn. Also in terms of recycling, nails and footwear. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pr- uh learned how to like foretell prophecies and we how, how to fight uh, the most awesome battle that's ever been foretold. Yes. Uh we learned what uh, uh Valhalla was for. But that's more moral as I don't know. Um there's other stuff as well. I think there's a lot. There's a lot there. Uh, what? Oh, what happened at the start? Uh, learn how to live. Oh, learn how to kill like brother versus brother. Yeah. Learn how to survive in the winter. Yeah. Learn shaking a tree. I might be scraping the barrel there. Yeah. But okay, I think this is pretty. I think good. high. Don't be mad. I'm going to say 10. It's not a 10 on life skills. Dissuade me. Because I don't think there was enough of build, like, I didn't... Building a ship, building boots. No, but the ship was already built, that's the whole point. It just snapped off its moorings and was sailed. No, well, we still learnt it, and also we learnt... We did, but, build, were, but build, we're going to go back to that weapons, myth and we'll learn build, more about that ship. But we won't learn... That doesn't detract from right now. Okay. Learnt, we had a big old fire sword when I had to break a bridge. Yeah. I think we learn how to break a bridge and we learn how to kill a lot of people. There's other stuff. We learn how to eat the world. Okay. Let's say let's say a healthy I think it's because I was thinking like eight. Eight, maybe nine? Oh, still seems high. But how about Emir? But see we gave him nine. That does have a lot of creativity because they literally create they literally built lots of stuff. Yeah, we tore it down. Same same thing. Reverse order. I think you are, in this particular myth, the life skills are not high. It's because you know that the stuff has gone into those individual myths will be high in life skills, and you've jumped the gun. That's what I think you've done. But I still. Oh, the ship! We built the ship. No, we didn't learn to build the ship in this one. They did. We it was already built in the other oh. myths. I'm sure we'll learn how to build that ship. Okay. The how... shoemaker. Oh, but those shoes. No, we didn't learn how to yeah, do that but, specifically uh, in this. No, but I think it was in this though, right? No, we just learned that. That's it's just oh, foretelling, okay. like okay, okay. you know that thing that was built because. This was hundreds of myths all in one, and we're now going to go back over the next few episodes, and like now we're going to have to actually go into all of these in detail. That's the whole point of Ragnarok. Come eight. on, you got to you got to give me that eight. Okay, eight. That's a hard one, and also that's the first ever time I listened to Dan. <laughs> Morals. Okay, that's quite high. Ten. No. <laughs> Um, well, it's a, the overall thing about Ragnarok is important. That everything is finite. Yeah, we would discuss that as yeah. well. Like, uh, have your place in the universe. And new you grow up be... knowing that this is what's going to happen. The gods even know this is what's going to happen. So Odin goes to that fight knowing that he will die. And also everyone who goes to Valhalla dies in battle knows that they're going to die in battle, battle as again, well. Yeah. But it's going to be... I mean, that would be... I mean, imagine what that looked like. What, imagine what Ragnarok would have looked like from a spectacle point of view. We should film it. Um, wait, what? I mean, we should we should create a movie of this. Yeah. No one's ever done this. Before. No one's ever done it. There's yeah. no there's no popular movies out recently called Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. We should definitely do it. Uh, but yeah, I think it's really uh, it's pretty intense. I like it. Uh, morals though. Uh, yeah, I think that's a strong one. Um, Valhalla one's a strong one. Val- fighting valiantly. 
your rivals, fighting your rivals, and also yeah. killing your don't kill your brothers and um, don't kill your brothers and your and son. Farmers. Yeah. Also, I noticed that no, no women are killing each other there. No, but it, oh, it's okay to hide because those man and woman hide, and then they end up repopulating the earth. Okay, yeah, Macni and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like this. Um, I'm gonna say seven. Yeah, I think seven. Is that all right? That's what I had in my head. Creativity. Oh, it's pretty fucking creativity. Woo! I'm going to just say 10 off the bat. It's a 10. Has that been 10 tens in a row? No, three yeah. tens in a row. <laughs> ten, ten, you know what I mean. 10, three, ten, 10. Three tens in a we row. We have been doing the super creative stuff, though, because we've been doing the we've been doing a huge... Yeah. The last three have been a big overview. We're not being lenient, but I'm just saying that we've done like, the three of the biggest ones, I'd say. Yeah. And these like, are the overview myths. And But these are the ones... Yeah, these are the ones that kind of compile all the things. These are the... Yeah, we're sewing all the myths into this, if you know what I mean. We've got the... Essentially, we've got the bread or the sandwiches, and, uh, and we're going to put the fillings in between. Yeah. Right? It's ten, though, isn't yeah, it? Let's yeah. be, like, so much stuff just happened. All right. Who comes up with that crap? But here's the debate worthy one. WTF. I think it's quite high. It we've is quite high. A wolf eating the world. We've got the wolf eating the world. We've got... A... Solemn, uh, skating Haiti... Uh, uh, catch up with the sun. Yes. Moon. Uh, we've got... Brother kill brother. Brother killing brother. We've got Loki being a dick. We've got Serta, Serta as well, and and we've got a shit made of toenails. Yeah, we've got a guy who watches everyone get slain by a giant fire giant, and then um, he's like, "Oh, just use my oh no, by a giant wolf." He's like, "Oh, just use my shoe." Yeah, Uh, could have done the beginning, mate, and also. Why like, did not do that at the beginning? It's like Odin, the Allfather, the person who's uh, uh, been on this world for such a long time. How did he die? Uh, he got killed by a wolf. Oh, how did the wolf die? Shoe. <laughs> or is it that the wolf was so weakened that it was now able to be killed by the shoe? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Less fun when you put it like that, though. <laughs> um, what are you thinking? A lot of blood. A lot of death. Uh, quite gory. Not OTT gory, but we've got gods, the gods covering each other, That's pre- and also poisoning the world. The fact that four dies, and uh, it, they, these rivalries all pan out, and the by for- everything gets destroyed as well. Er- imagine that happening in the Greek world. That's, this is on a different level than we've ever seen before as well. Yeah. How many WTF moments were there, though? Nailship. Is it, like, messed up? Well. I was thinking, like, an eight. It's gory, right? It's gory, yeah. Okay, maybe not a 10. Because it's not like... Yeah, it's not like full-out WTF. There's a lot yeah. of, like, grandy, grand moments, I yeah. suppose. It, yeah, tell you what, it's not that as much WTF. It's more... It's more creative and awe-inspiring. It's not, it's not messed up. No. Well, it is a bit messed up. Like, It's, it's a bit messed up. It's like a 7 or an 8. Are we going for 7 or 8? What do you think? Um, I was originally going for higher, but... I did kind of talk myself out of it, but I think eight's fair. Eight's fair. I think eight. Okay, cool. I mean, the whole thing is pretty messed up. Oh, it's going to be high, isn't it? Oh, my God. This could be a groundbreaking one, Dan. Eight plus seven plus ten plus eight, which is... 33? Doing the maths. I'm doing the maths. I'm doing the... Yes, 33. Yeah. It's high. That is high. It's good. I even had the other league table. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. Oh, wow, a good one, Hummer. Yeah, I like Are you it. looking forward to now? Now we've got the creation myths. We know how the world was started. We know about the nine realms. And we know how it's all going to end at the end of the timeline. Are you excited to now start going and doing these really in-depth, going into the actual individual stories that take part along this timeline? Yes or no? No. No, Because <laughs> now I'm facing an existential crisis now. Like, nothing matters now. Nothing do, matters now. Do what I want. want. I'm going to go to Valhalla, become a hero. But no, I'm very excited about that. But, uh, yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed it, listener. It's been an absolute pleasure to recant these tales with you. And I hope you've enjoyed Dan and I's company. And if you want to get more in touch with us, you can email us. Why, that's Dan. Mixpodcast at gmail.com. Can you say it with more enthusiasm as if you want them to? You'd be warm and inviting. Mixpodcast at gmail.com. That's like someone's telling you, like, a, a Peregrine Falcons died. Has it? Yeah, all of them died. Oh, that's sad. They died in Ragnarok. Oh, well, they would have done, wouldn't they? Actually, they Brian Eagle would have died too. No. Yeah, because... No. Yggdrasil fell to the ground, didn't it? Oh. Yeah, but Brian's hit. It's all burned it He's up. He's an Egyptian mythology now. Um, 
But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you can follow us online at Mr. Podcast and you can email us for suggestions. And on top of that, you can leave us five stars on iTunes and also donate to us on our Patreon. Dan, what else can people do? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pointing at me right now. What can people do? Come visit you on your tour. Yeah! Whereabouts am I going? Off the top of your head? Uh, you are going to up north, the west country, down south, and London. That's all the dates I'm doing! No, uh, I'm doing 12 dates uh, at Leeds. Uh, it's just off the top of my head. Uh, Leeds, Hastings, Brighton, London, Wimbledon. Uh, they're also doing... Whitstable. Uh, Whitstable. D- d- doing uh, some great places. Some really good places. And you can find them all on my website. Uh, Bristol. Doing that as well. Doing some great places. So you can check it out. On my, <laughs> my, it's, uh, tickets all available from my website. www.matthousecomedy.com There's a little page that says tour uh and come and see that or if you want to see me do my work in progress show of my brand new show called hossanoba uh come and check that out uh have you got anything to point down um yeah come and see me seeing matt in wimbledon yeah on the 22nd of february Mm. uh at the new wimbledon theater well i've also performed yeah small world actually do you want to do my support yeah i'll do your support but then you might get the crown on your side yeah it's like like when Queen supported Mott the Hoople in uh, 1975, I think. 19, no, 1973, I think. 1973. And, uh, yeah, at the, at the start of the tour, Queen was supporting Mott the Hoople, but, but towards the end, Mott the Hoople was supporting Queen. Nice. There you go. Now he's back in town, isn't he? Oh, the Matt Hoss train. Choo-choo. Leaving Virginville. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, please get in touch with us, and we'd love to hear from you from you more as well. I've been Matt Hoss. I've been Dan Rhodes. And what, what is the Oh, and now we're going to sleep in the hostel together. Bye! 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 Myths. Myths. Oh, it's the silent ones. It's going to be bad. Well, Jesus Christ. Like my movie choices. These convulsions will shake the ship Naglafar, which is uh, north of a nail ship, freed from its moorings. <laughs> Sorry, I got rich. Oh, that was rank. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. That was unbelievably disgusting. I'm not that bad. You just snorted your own snot. Frankly, I want a live apology, please. Go on. Can I have a live apology, please? What? Oh, what's a live apology? Live, a the apology. Why you You feeling better? Yeah, let's not. Um, nice. So let's do this line again. Actually. Just drop more ball. <laughs> Back into it, baby. Oh, but he's built on me as well. Am I okay? <laughs> it was because you're firing water into your mouth from about a foot away. I'm just putting it. Are you gonna dribble everywhere? Oh, Matt. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.